before the podcast starts, I want to apologize for the buzz. When I don't speak, you hear a little buzz. And I tried a few different things to try to figure out what that buzz was, and I can't fucking find it. A new mixer, new cables, new cords, and now there's a buzz. I apologize. Now for the intro of the podcast before the intro. What's up, you dirty dirties? It's your dude. And this portion of the podcast is brought to you by the Anchor app. The Anchor app is how I am able to do a podcast. It is very easy. Down, go to anchor.fm, download the app, or just go to the App Store and download it into your phone because you can do the podcast with your phone. That's what I do. I got a little fancy thing. You maybe got to buy a quarter or two, but... Even if you don't buy a quarter or two, you could talk right into your phone and record a podcast. The beginnings of this podcast was done that exact way, and it was fine. Um, very easy editing tools, and Anchor provides a way for you to... Actually, they, they do it for you. They, they put, uh, you know, put your podcast up on all platforms, Spotify and Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts and google and whatever fuck there else is out there so um and you can make money if you do it right and uh, get yourself uh, a following donations run ads all kinds of cool stuff anchor.fm is your place for podcasting made easy even a dummy like me can do it also i do not have the rights to music heard here on the sean boyles podcast all right I do not, I repeat, do not have the rights to songs heard here on the podcast. Despite what is going on, they're coming after me is what I'm saying. They're coming after me. It's um, it's very well could grind to a fucking halt. And um, we might not be able to do this or we'll have to change the name. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Sean Boyle's podcast. Music, comedy, drums, life. Burrito, 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 burrito. Feeling more normal. Feeling more normal. What does that mean? What's up, dirties? It's me. It's Sean Boyle's. I am the sea captain for this voyage. Wear an eye patch in case you want to go down below deck because the eye patch is what keeps you from seeing. It'll keep you seeing under deck if you move it to the other eye. You know, that's why they wore fucking patches. They didn't wear patches because you got an eye gouged out with your dumb hook hand. They wore patches, the pirates, the, 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 the seafaring folk that would rob and steal. They wore patches on their eye so that when they went under the deck, it would be dark and it would take time for your eyes to adjust. But if you switch that patch over to the eye that had been in, that, that was oh, basically open the eye that was under the patch and switch it to your eye that was seeing, you could see under the deck because that eye was in the dark and it's already adjusted to the dark. I'm sure there was a, some pirates that gouged their fucking eyes out with their dumb hook hand. But mostly it was for being able to see and shit. I did not want to start the podcast off with nautical pirate facts. But there you go. What's up, folks? How are you? How you doing? How are you? It's feeling, it's feeling a little normal. People are out. Comedy is crawling back. Um, I did fucking two open mics on Monday. Yeah, man, it's starting to feel. Uh, it's starting to feel like it used to feel. Um, I, um, my wife went out of town. 
the wife went to visit some friends in Los Angeles, uh, Southern California. She spent a night in Costa Mesa and spent a night in, I think, Huntington Beach. And I dropped her off on Sunday uh, after the big gig at the back lounge. Um, so the back lounge. So let's let's just, let's start at the beginning. Let's start from the last time I talked to you. Let's let's continue the story. Uh, so yeah, uh, Saturday night we had a big comedy show at the Back Lounge, uh, Dublin, California. The Boyles Blowout was back at it, son, and uh, we had a good show. We had a fucking great show. Um, I was a little nervous. I got so. <laughs> I was nervous because I set up, I got everything ready, and then I realized there was a cord that I had left here at the house. And it's the, basically it's the cord that records the podcast. There's a little sort of, uh, what do they call it, a uh, adapter or a dongle or a, uh, it goes from the lightning cord to a uh, quarter or uh 3.5 millimeter and uh basically it could send the signal out from the phone so i could put it into the pa and i had checked because the one i have is a fancier one and it's made so that it can go in and out at the same time (laughs) it goes in and out at the same time in and out in and out um I uh, I needed to check to make sure it was actually going to work for out because I I don't think I've ever used it for out because uh, I couldn't find the other one that I had laying around here somewhere. So I came out here and I tested it and it was like, oh, shit, it's going to work great. So I put it down. I packed up all the stuff and got down to the place, set up, got everything ready. Okay, where's the little thing? I had left it here. So, but fortunately... Because I am turning into my father, who liked to get everywhere two and a half fucking hours before uh, the thing would start. I was there an hour early, done, set up. So I had time to drive back home, get the little fucking adapter, and bring it back. And still had fucking 35 minutes before the show was going to start, which was great. I could relax, had some water. Uh, people started coming in, but the show's going to start at 9. At about 8.45, it was still pretty thin. Um, there was some, you know, there was some people inside the bar, uh, but the outside where we were going to be set up to do the comedy show, not too many people out there, and I was getting a little nervous that maybe we were going to have a small show, but... Uh, I sort of made an announcement, said, hey, you know, we're going to start the comedy show in about 10 or 15 minutes. And then I went inside and just yelled like a fucking maniac. You dirty bastards, we're going to do a comedy show. I just yelled and got everybody's attention. And people started filing outside and getting a seat. And uh, by the time we started, the fucking whole outside. I mean, I got to say. I mean, we put on the flyer that things were COVID compliant, wear a mask. Nobody's wearing a fucking mask. Nobody's keeping distance. Nobody's keeping a click on. Um, I probably shouldn't be saying any of this shit. I don't want to get my man in trouble, but nobody's making sure that there's not too many people inside. Thus, it kind of made it fun. People's guards were down. People were feeling loose. It was feeling like it used to feel. And I think that's the important takeaway of the whole thing. People want to get back to doing shit the way they were doing it before the fucking plague hit. And um, and people were ready to fucking laugh, man. People were ready to laugh. It was great. I had a good opening set. Set the bar. Uh... I gave a guest set to Jacob Blazer because he just happened to show up because he works in Pleasanton. It's the next town over from Dublin, and he just wanted to swing by just to support uh, support the show. And if you're going to support a show, you're going to get a guest set. That's usually how it goes. 
As long as it's not fucking 15 comics show up trying to get a guest set. And then uh, we had Cedric. Cedric had a great set. Uh, Erie Diamond had a great set. Jason Cole had a great set. Uh, Atu Walker was the feature. Not the best set, but... um, Which I kind of knew that that might happen. He can sometimes be a little polarizing. Uh, But that's what he likes to do. And, uh, And then Pete. Pete Munoz uh, knocked it out of the park, and everybody was happy. The tip jar was flowy. I was able to pay everybody very nicely. And then Phil Demmel comes over. Phil Demmel, the owner of the bar, ex-machine head, filled in for Gary Holt and Slayer, um, guitarist for Violence, my favorite thrash metal band in the world. Um, he goes back behind the bar and fucking comes out and hands me a big wad of cash. I didn't. I don't count it until I almost. Uh, I I give it to, to to the wife and she counts it and she's like, "This is three hundred dollars." Like three hundred dollars. So um, yeah, man, your boy made some money. <laughs> Definitely not expecting that. And um, if had I known, I would have fucking just divvied that up to uh, to the comics. But um. We'll talk about that with Mr. Demo later. Maybe I'm saying way more than I need to be saying about this show, but uh, we definitely had a um, we had a good show, and it was fucking everybody was happy. Uh, Phil was wanting to make sure everybody was cool with everything, and wanting to make sure that uh, uh, if there's any way we can improve on the show and all kinds of stuff. So uh, he's fully invested, and he's totally into it. And people, his wife, who's Ready, Martha's ready to drop a baby at any moment now. She said she peed a little. She was having such a good time and laughing. So, fuck, man. We had a good one. We had a good one. Uh, the next one's May 15th. Uh, Dave Brasood is going to headline. And it's always funny when he shows up to a place because they see him, but they don't expect him to be a comic. He just does not have a sort of comic look about him. He has a very, uh, I don't know your kind of square uncle or your overprotective dad vibe to him. But then he goes up there and tells jokes about doing cocaine and shit. So it's pretty rad. Anyway, uh, that's May 15th. If you're in the area, come down to Dublin, the back lounge, May 15th. That's the next one. Um, Speaking of next ones, I got a fucking... I'm, so I'm recording this Wednesday nights. I usually record Thursday night. But uh, this Thursday... Your boy's got a gig. I got another comedy show uh, in San Jose at Ludwig's. We did that last month. Uh, Teddy Hall has a show there. And uh, Teddy has asked if I would sort of co-produce the show or just sort of help him with the show. It's my PA. So he figured, well, shit, if you're there, why don't you host it? So (laughs) Teddy books it. He puts it together. He does all the fucking legwork as far as uh, getting the club or the uh, uh, – the Ludwig's is a German bistro, I guess they call it. And uh, so he does all the business end of it. And then I show up with a PA and uh, he said we'll take turns hosting. But I know Teddy doesn't like to host. So maybe I'll just tell him, hey, I'll fucking host these things for you. But just, you know, you know, do all the do all the shit that's not the fun stuff, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he puts my fucking picture and name on the top of the flyer hosted by Sean Boyles and then you know it's all female lineup too which is rad uh some very funny Chelsea Beers headlining that's tomorrow so be it that that's Thursday the day that I usually do the podcast I'll be fucking gone all evening we'll be home late I'm recording the podcast on Wednesday and I'm just telling you this shit so you know what's going on it really doesn't fucking matter does it you know unless some major news thing happens tomorrow and I don't make a comment on it about about it on Thursday because I recorded it pre-Thursday. I think that's why I'm letting you know. And I hear podcasters do that. Well, I'm recording this thing, so if we don't talk about that. Speaking of talking about what's in the news, holy shit. Um, so, yeah, the fucking Floyd verdict. Um, they're fucking convicting the guy. Three counts of... Second degree and blah, 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 blah. I don't even... What's the... Chauvin? I don't even know the guy's fucking name. The dirty cop that did the dirty thing. And, um... 
finally, it looks like uh, we're seeing some justice. However, I would say, and I made a post about this on the old Facebook, keep your fucking helmets on, people, because they could fuck up the the sentencing. They can fuck up the sentencing. They can very well put a fucking slap the dude on the wrist with some fucking, with a fine and fucking 30 days community service or some bullshit, you know, uh, time served, which would be fucking three, four weeks. So I think they said they'll give a verdict in four weeks, I think is what they said. I could have heard that wrong, you know. So who knows, man? It could still be fucked. And the riots will continue. Uh, shit seems like, this, you know, nice, evil, uh, nice uh, peaceful protests, I guess, right now. Or um, peaceful um, celebration. At least uh, a guilty verdict. But we will see if they fuck up the sentencing. And then all shit's going to break loose. Because if they fuck up the sentencing, all shit is going to break loose. It's going to be fucking World War Three, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a bad fucking scene. This was a very high profile case that people were paying attention to, and um, and the hits keep coming. I was fucking some shit here locally in Danville. Some shit went down. I I don't even know what happened. I just know that some shit happened in Danville, and um, and there's just you know, school a couple of fucking more mass shootings and. And I made the. I opened up the fucking set by saying, "Ah, oh, we're back! America's back! School shoot, mass shootings, kids getting killed by cops, and riots and fuckery, and goddamn, we're stupid, you know." But I'm, you know, I said it as I said it in a go, you know, we're back, yay, America, and it got laughs. But at the same time, goddamn, man, it's it's almost like the shit ain't funny, you know. But we can laugh at it anyway. We can we can find a we can find a joke there, can't we? We can do something. Um, <laughs> um I was thinking about the um I was thinking about the whole Asian hate thing and um be it that my wife's Japanese, I definitely it's been on my mind. Uh, it seems like it's kind of chilled a little bit unless there's something that happened that I didn't, uh, didn't come across my radar, but, um, seems like that's just chill, but it seems like I don't want to make light of it and I don't want to, um, say that it's getting, uh, undeserved attention because it's definitely something that needs to be addressed and it's definitely something that's happening and it's this but I think it's something that has been happening for a long time even pre uh um but be it that it's sort of a popular topic and something that's on everybody's mind maybe the reports are getting reported even more because it's sort of a hot-button topic. You know, like, see, it's happening. Look, it's, you know, kind of like in the 90s when all of a sudden it seemed like there was just, you know, especially local local news like every fucking night there was a pit bull attack. It was like the thing to report on was, oh, there's a there was another pit bull attack today in this little town and you know, this kid got bit by a pit bull and the, you know, pit bull attacks this guy like like there was a whole fucking few months it seemed, if not longer, of pit bull attacks in the news. And then the old pities were fucking getting a bad rap and starting to be, uh, people weren't letting people rent apartments if they had a, uh, a, 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 a troubled breed dog. They had a list of dogs that are troubled breeds and, and, um, pit bulls and rottweilers and, uh, 
I don't know, they probably put Doberman pinches on there too, you know what I mean? Like it's funny like how like over time in the seventies the Doberman Pincher was like the badass dog to have. Like that was the the fucking dog to you know, do the damage. Before that it was the fucking German Shepherd. You had a German Shepherd and that was ooh shit, you got a German Shepherd, you got a fucking killer, you know. Then the Doberman, you know, the Rottweiler was in there too, you know. But then in the in the fucking late eighties into the nineties, it was the pit bull. It's like dog trends, yo. And now it's fucking what teacup chihuahuas or some shit. Like it's, <laughs> it's fucking little yappy yappers that will do serious damage to your Achilles tendon. You know, like I don't know, fucking what is it? Uh, uh, um. What are these high, they fuck all these weird hybrid dogs now? Poodle fucking, I want to say, I want to say snickerdoodle. I know these fucking snickerdoodle dogs running around. You seen these bitches? Fucking caramel and nuts and fucking doodle everywhere. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you what thing. I was... I did this yesterday. I couldn't believe it. Um, I might have told the story before on here. Uh, but what I did at work yesterday reminded me of a thing that I did uh, some some years ago. Uh, I'll repeat the story if 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 I've never told it. It's, it'll be the first time you hear it. But if I did say it, it'll be the second. But So at work yes, uh, yesterday, I was... Um, uh, I was in this bedroom doing, I was, re- I repainted a bedroom and I had to take, um, I had, I had the bed covered with some plastic, right? But I had to take these fucking eye bolts out of a, out of a wall and patch it. Right. So when I took the eye bolts off there, you know, some debris fell on the plastic. That's why I put the pot and it was right over the bed. So the debris falls on the plastic, whatever. Well, when I picked up the plastic for whatever reason, some of the debris fucking flaked out onto the bed. And the bed was covered with a black um, sort of uh, uh, um, what the fuck's it called? Uh, uh, the top of the, the fucking top sheet, the fucking bedspread. Jesus, fucking old goddamn mind, the old mind. Um, it's like a comforter, a little black comforter. And some of this debris got it. I go to slap the the um, the debris off. Because it's just kind of like some dusting, right? And you can just dust it off, right? But for whatever reason, the height that I was standing at the bed, and when I brushed, and I brushed the stuff towards me, and I don't know why I brushed the stuff towards me, but I made like three strokes, and I brushed the stuff towards me, and on the third stroke, I tapped myself in the nuts. Just a little tap. It's a little, it's a little... Right? That little tap kind of winded me. There was that, there was that, and that, 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 that deep breath, that, that weird feeling. I mean, of course, a female's not going to know what this feeling is like, but men know what that feeling is. There's this weird sort of feeling in the stomach and in, in, in a, in a, in a pain in the sack. It's it's just it's I can't describe that kind of, the, the 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 getting hit in the nuts pain is like no other pain that you get right if I fucking if I'm crawling around on a hardwood floor and for whatever reason there's a screw on the floor and my knee hits that screw that's a certain kind of pain right. If I get my arm fucking beat, just chewed up in a wood chipper, that's a certain kind of pain. But there's a very specific type of pain with the nads. Your fucking nuts have, there's a, and it's, and it almost goes through your whole body. Unless I just have some fucking super sensitive nuts, but I don't get it. Like, there's some of these cats got fetishes and they want fucking 
I knew a chick that was a dominatrix, and she said this dude wanted his fucking ball bag stabbed with a stiletto. And I'm like, Dah! who can handle that shit? You know, if the wind blows the wrong way, my fucking balls start hurting. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, I hit myself in the balls with my hand, brushing debris off of a bedspread. Now, some years ago, as my stupid hair was getting stupid long, um, I was taking a shower. And I was actually washing my dreads and getting heavy and full of water. And for whatever reason, I don't, I never had done it before. And I definitely fucking haven't done it since. I sort of, sort of like whipped my head downwards in front of me. Like I was bowing, but I did it quickly as to get all my dreads in front of me. But it sort of made a, it sort of whipped around. And it was long enough that it came back up and hit me in the ball bag. And that was insanely painful. Uh, I went down. I went down. And apparently there was a sound that was heard by other people in the house. My, uh, My girlfriend at the time. This is fucking... 10 years ago, if not longer. So, um, yeah, shit, probably about 10, if not a little longer. Um, but yeah, uh, she heard, she, are you okay? And I said, no. She said, what happened? And I said, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> I was literally on my side, like in a fetal position with the water from the shower head just fucking pelt me in the water, waterboarding me practically, just suffering from a severe blow to my fucking balls. And, um, yeah, man, don't grow your hair long and dread it and then let it get wet and whip your fucking head forward because you'll hit yourself in the balls. And I told that story to my uncle, and now he calls me rope burn. He calls me Rope Burn. So, uh, that's a little story for you. That's a little story. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, what else we got? Um, I got a fucking paragraph written here. Oh, I was, um, what was I listening to that maybe that triggered this idea? I was listening to, um, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about, uh, oh, they were talking about fucking Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks is um, Tom Hanks' son. Apparently he's got some fucking song called White Boy Summer. And and he does a bunch of buffoonery shit in the song. He fucking starts rapping in Puntois, which is fucking the reggae. Go me again. The reggae accent shit. Uh, he's a totally white dude and. And um, I, he was talk, apparently in the song you're talking about, you know, doing some fucking thug shit or whatever. Or maybe it's not even the song. Maybe they're just talking about it. Basically what triggered this idea was the um, the braggadociousness in a song from a rap person in a gangster element. Like talking about fucking how hard they gang bang and people they've killed or or all the criminal activity that they're up to in a song. And it just got me thinking how, you know, it, like how people come off listening to that song or someone listening to that song starts thinking, damn, they're fucking, they're, they're gangster. They're fucking gangster. And if you are hearing a song about somebody talking about gangster stuff and you think that is gangster, you couldn't be further from the truth on knowing what the fuck gangster is. Because a real fucking gangster ain't talking about shit. Real, real gangbangers keep their mouths shut about everything. 
everything. They don't tell anybody anything. And they're sure as fuck not going to get on a microphone and record it in a rhyming fashion for everybody to hear. The most gangster shit you could do is keep your mouth shut. That's why fucking cats want to go after that fucking Takashi kid because he squealed on everybody talking about all the shit he was doing. He did get in trouble for some shit, but I believe that was um, life imitating art imitating life. So he's rapping about a lifestyle in his songs that was fictional, does some shit to sort of... um, Try to get some cred about, you know, the stuff that he's talking about. See, I really do this stuff. Uh, gets pinched for the stuff because he basically squeals on himself in a song. And then, um, so he doesn't do a bunch of time, fucking rats a bunch of people out that have actually done some shit. That weren't saying nothing about it. Because a real gangster don't talk about their shit. At least that's how it was in the, like, Be Real. Be Real from Cypress Hill was a fucking real gang banger. When he started rapping, he started rapping because it was going to get him out of that life. Uh, Snoop Dogg apparently was a real thug, real crip from Long Beach. Um, But he got out of the life, and now he's a very happy man. He talks, you know, and everybody loves him. But... He talks about gangster shit, but he doesn't necessarily talk about the shit that he did. You know. But he got out of it. You know what I mean? But Be Real from Cypress Hill just talk, talks about weed and shit. You know, he talks about some fuck, you know, you know, don't fuck with me or I'll fuck you up kind of shit. But he ain't saying that he fucking talking about, you know, real fucking gang shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking full of my own bullshit right now. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about at all. Um, oh, I watched... Uh, oh, fuck. Let's do this first. Oh, so I'm going to... Let's do... Um, oh, fuck. I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Hey, everybody. My name's Sean, and I'm not ready. Let's do this, and then we'll do... Uh, I watched I watched some movies. With the wife gone, I could watch TV. And I watched a couple things, and we'll talk about it. But let's do... Uh, let's do this first. I'll make sure this is... Uh, fuck, I'm sorry. I'm not ready. Every week, your boy here... 47-year-old aging metalhead reacts to a uh, top song on the pop charts. Um, And also, this is the part of the podcast that could potentially be the doomsday of my podcast. I've gotten a couple of letters from Anchor, and I've talked about this before, but I've gotten two more. Um, I've gotten a complaint about one thing about an episode. I write the letter back saying, Hey, you know, you guys let me do this. So it shouldn't be my fault. And then, um, and then I get another letter about another episode and I fucking send the other, but then they take an episode down. That was neither one of those two episodes. So I don't know what the fuck's going on over there, but I have technically right now I have two episodes that have been taken down from all platforms for um, intellectual property um, infringements. And it's any songs that are under the Universal Music Group uh, umbrella. So there's been a Drake song so far and a Bieber song so far. So if them cats are on the charts, I ain't going to fuck with those guys. So uh, let's see what other fuckery gets me in trouble. Oh, uh, and then that one they took down was a fucking uh, 
So they complained about a, a, a Drake episode or a reaction to a Drake song. That got pulled. They complained about a Bieber one, has not been taken down. Did not complain about one where I reviewed or reacted to a Taylor Swift song, but that one they just took down and with no warning. So it's inconsistent. There's inconsistencies, Anchor. And again, it's a fucking... It's like an alarm detector. It's like it's like it's like a mine sweep. They're sweeping for mines. If there's shit out there in the digital world that matches the frequency pattern of the song, it's like the song's got its own little thumbprint. Uh, so, I think what I'm gonna do is when I react to these songs from now on, uh, I'm gonna talk over them a lot more, and uh, maybe keep the volume down of the song as to hopefully not. Um, uh, not, I don't know, pick up that frequency thumbprint detector. I don't know. I don't know how to dodge and dart this things, but we'll see what happens. Hey, if they shut me down, be on the lookout for another podcast under another name because I'm going to keep doing it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and, and also, like, go after somebody that's making actually money off of other people's shit. I'm just fucking talking shit about some stuff. I'm not making any money off this because you people haven't donated any money. <laughs> it's your fault. But uh, no. Um, and I, I can give a shit. I'm not doing this for the money. It's it's a fun thing to do, a podcast. But um, like, have a leg to stand on. You know what I mean? Don't go after somebody it's not making any money off of any, you know. It'd be one thing if I, you know, it's like fucking Gallagher's brother was going out as Gallagher. His last name's Gallagher. He wasn't fucking Gallagher, but he was doing Gallagher's fucking act. You know what I mean? And and, and so Gallagher, the real Gallagher, sues his brother for stealing his act. And um, he wins because, you know, it's his act. You know what I mean? I'm not doing nothing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not out here. And plus I'd say at the beginning of the thing, I don't have the rights to the music. So maybe that's where I'm fucking up. I'm, I'm telling him, I'm letting you know, Hey, I don't have the rights to this music and I'm doing the music anyway. And I'm fucking stepping on my own dick. Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> fucking, who knows? Anyway, uh, reaction of the week this week. Number one song in the country is a song called rap star. By some cat named Polo G. Um, fuck it. Let's see what happens. Let's uh, let's hear some rap star. Again, sampling some guitar shit. Uh. Caught the BMW, new deposit, I picked up another bag Like fuck it, I'ma count while I'm in it I had planes flying crowds, screaming money, counting chains Clanging shit, I guess that's how it sound when you win it I ain't joking, do it sound like I'm kidding I've been making like 2,000 a minute So high up through the clouds, I was swimming Oh, I said I was gonna I'm talk over the shit more, huh? So I wouldn't get in trouble <laughs> Is that the hook? Again, it sounds just like every other fucking bullshit. I'm not fucking. I'm not fucking dealing with that shit. How's that the number one song? It sounds like every other fucking song. It's just fucking. Just stupid. It's just dumb. It's just dumb to be that derivative. Just have some fucking. Oh, that, this shit. <laughs> We're doing this every week, huh? Where I fucking hearing this shit and thinking about the old me. I swear I miss you dearly. Stay down till you come up. I've been sticking to that theory. Every now, is this cat? Um, I never heard of Polo G. So he's talking about being a rap star. Obviously, is he fuck? I've never heard of him. Is he a fucking major player in the rap game? Like, if you're a rap star, a star? Or did you get a bunch of fucking SoundCloud downloads? I'm exhausted and I'm weary. Make sure I smile in public when alone my eyes tear. I fought through it all, but that shit hurt me severely. Yeah, he hasn't done the hook yet, has he? 
insecurities Taking different pills, but I know it ain't Cop the BMW, new deposit, I picked up another bag Like fuck it, I'm a count while I'm in it I had yeah, planes fly Again, I just don't want to I just don't want to hear another song where it's that shit Speaking of which, I am working on the rap song I'm going to show these motherfuckers how it's done, son <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say it with a fucking straight, straight face. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm writing bars. I got bars. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. I mean, I haven't I haven't been able to spend any time really doing it. So um, I haven't really got I got a fucking I think I got eight bars so far. I need 16 and then we'll do a hook. And I'm going to need another 16 for a second verse. I want to do two verse, two chorus, out. That's what I want to do. Maybe I do eight chorus. <laughs> Maybe I fucking cut it down so your boy don't got to do too much or something. I don't know. It's hard. No, uh, I just haven't spent any time. When I sit down and do it, I, it, the shit comes actually pretty quick, believe it or not. Um. It's just actually sitting down, writing it down, making sure it flows right, you know. And it definitely don't sound like that shit. Fucking 37 different songs that sound all the fucking... How, how does that fucking algorithm work? How do they fucking make that work? How's there a digital thumbprint of that if it sounds exactly the same as everybody else's shit? Anyway, I watched um, watched a couple of movies... I sat down and watched some movies. I was dreaming about some boobies. I'm talking about tits. I'm not talking about the bird. Forget what you did and forget what you heard. I look at you sometimes and I think you're a nerd. Anyway. um, <laughs> So it started off, I was watching a documentary. I watched the, um, there was a documentary done about... Mm, seven, eight, nine years ago, maybe, called Get Thrashed. It was a thrash metal documentary. And uh, might even be older than that because, like, you know, they interviewed Death Angel and they were looking very, um, very early 2000s. <laughs> uh, Rob Cavastani still had dreads and fucking uh, my buddy Mark had his dreads still and... Uh, Fucking Dan had some blonde fucking spiky hair, I think. You know, they just looked uh looked very two thousand y. And um I don't know. So I think the interviews were done, you know, a while back. Maybe it took a took a while to get it put together or whatever. So it's definitely older, but it was still a great doc and and it talked about I mean obviously it talked about the Bay Area thrash scene, but it talked about thrash scenes in others in other parts of the country, you know, because you know there were bands from New York. There were bands from fucking Germany. There were bands from, you know, other places. And so they kind of touched on all the stuff and how it was all coming together. And it was really cool. But then that led me to a black metal uh, documentary. And uh, kind of followed this guy around, um, uh, this dude from Dark Throne. They followed him around and... Um, in 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 I guess in Norway, yeah, they were in Norway, and then they talked to good old Varg. They talked to him as he was in jail, as he was in prison, in a, a cushy fucking looking prison. Like he was in a little office. There was a fuck. There was a computer behind him. Like didn't look like that fool was doing any hard time. He was wearing fatigues and big old boots, like. And uh, and he was talking about some stuff, you know, and then that led to actually watching um, the uh, Lords of Chaos movie, which is the story about the origins of uh, of black metal, specifically Norwegian black metal, because that's where it starts. And um, and there was some, you know. There's some fuckery, you know, in fact, it says, you know, based on truth, lies and 
or stories based on truth and lies, I think it says at the beginning, something like that. And uh, there's some shit they made up. Um, but then there was some stuff that, you know, that happened that actually really happened. You know what I mean? And it's a, it's a fascinating story. And, and I just go back and I always think, you know, like this was a time when there was maybe 25 or 30 people that were into this music in the very, very beginning when these bands, you know, when, when mayhem starts playing in, what is it? 84, 85 or whatever the fuck it was. And those early, early, maybe it was even fucking earlier than that, 83. Um, when these guys start putting that thing together and doing a thing, it's, um, you know, it's very, very, it's super, super niched. And, and it kind of just shows a, um, a small few people trying to outdo each other in how you know down they are for their cause that they haven't even really figured out what it what their cause is or what their message is or what they stand for it was kind of like everybody was on board all at the same time all figuring it out and, and um but then one guy starts kind of doing a thing a little bit more insane than the others and on his own doing something that nobody really knew he was doing. And then finally he says, yeah, no, that was me. I was burning those churches. Uh, so, yeah, if you know anything about the black metal thing um, in the 90s, um, early to mid 90s, there was a string of church burnings. Some of these fucking things were super old too, like built in the fucking 1100s and, and shit. You know what I mean? And these fucking, these black metal dudes that felt um, that Christianity was uh, creeping into their politics way too much in Norway and, um, and that it's Christ- Christianity's fault for erasing their heritage as far as their, uh, their Norse mythology in um, in Odin and Thor and all the shit that the Vikings were into, that was their shit, you know. And um, and the Christianity sort of wiped all that out. So uh, these small, small group of guys. In fact, one guy, that dude Varg, starts fucking burning some churches, and then he kind of starts roping the other guys into it. And then one of the guys has a guy following follow him into a park. Um thinking that he was of the homosexual type and the guy was not a homosexual. In fact, they were pretty anti-homosexual and he ends up stabbing the dude to death multiple times in a park. And then he goes back to the group says, oh, hey, you know, the guy in the park, that was me. They're like, dude, you need to lay low. And then another guy's, no, we need to fucking celebrate. Anyway, uh, very, very, very interesting and very crazy um, sort of, um, yeah, I mean, there's murder. There's fucking murder. Varg ends up killing the one guy that was running the show. Um, that was his bandmate. <laughs> the guy that they say invented black metal guitar playing. Uh, he ends up getting killed by Varg. And then Varg ends up getting pinched for that as well as the church burnings and does like fucking 20 years. He Dude's out. Like this happened long enough ago that fucking Varg is out. And he gets on YouTube and he fucking talks about how terrible the movie was. And how he was not happy with how he was portrayed in the movie. He was actually portrayed as a fucking poon hound. They portrayed Varg as a dude that was smashing ass right and left. And uh, apparently he, as far as he's concerned, he did not do that. So um, maybe that was just a fun thing to do for a movie or whatever. But uh, again, there's some there's some buffoonery and there's some good shit. And, uh, and it just made me think about how... Um, People get in their own head about uh, who they want to be or um, who they want to be and and what lengths they will go to to portray an aspect that is not necessarily who they are. Because these guys, most of them were from like very, you know, middle class, suburban, good family fucking backgrounds you know what i mean 
fucking the first demo that Varg does as Burzum, um, his mom fucking paid for the demos, <laughs> paid for the studio time. Uh, so anyway, it's, you know, they show these guys at their houses and they're leaving for the day and have a good day, love, you know, from the, from mom, you know what I mean? And, um, anyway, it's just, uh, Bored suburban kids wanting to do some shit, and they got fucking way in over their head and did some fucking heinous shit. So anyway, um, Lords of Chaos and uh, fuck, what's the other document? The the, the 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 documentary I watched about it was dumb. It wasn't. It just it had a weird tempo to it. It was you know didn't really explain much. Just follow this guy around, and he just sort of talk about sort of in a roundabout way what happened and. And the guy they followed wasn't even there at that time. He was like second generation black metal or something. Anyway, um, just weird. Just some fucking goofy shit. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched finally the uh, that last season of, of Shameless. I watched all of that. Got caught up on that. Got a little sad um, because it was in. I love that show and it was ending and they ended it in the kind of, uh, you know, Ended it in a cool way. Um, I kind of wish Fiona would have came back for the last one, but I think that I think they wanted to uh, sort of just let you know, hey, she's gone. She ain't coming back. She doesn't want them to fucking know where she's at, you know. So uh, that was cool. I watched. Um, what else did I watch? Uh, Oh, I watched uh, just a fucking hour right before I started this podcast. I did. I fucking ate, watched a movie, and then jumped in the shower and then started doing the podcast. So right, uh, I watched a movie. I watched this movie. It's on Netflix called um, um, what was it called? Synchronic about a uh, street drug, a uh, a legal street drug that falls under the radar of what is illegal. Um, like a bath, you know, bath salts were illegal. They were getting sold at head shops because people didn't know the law didn't know what exactly it was. Um, so uh, I watched. This. It's supposed to be the number two fucking number two movie on Netflix. I'm just not a fan of movies. I think. I think when it comes down to a movie, I just I what it wasn't holding my attention. I thought it was a weird premise. Um, I couldn't like if there's too much. Um, if I gotta suspend disbelief too much, I think is where I fucking lose it. You know, this drug fucking makes you go back in time and shit. I just like it. <sighs> I don't know, man. And they had an explanation about the dude. And he, I don't want to ruin the movie. I, I don't give a shit if I ruin the movie. I don't have enough people listening to my podcast that I should worry about. Spoiler alerts. You know, but they explain, you know, they do enough explaining of how and why to make it, make it so how he why he understands what's going on and is able to do what he's doing. But it's just, I thought it was whack. I almost bailed on it like about the half hour in. I just I don't think I can watch movies, man. I just I just they don't hold my attention, you know. There's even shit I'm like, "Ooh, that looks good." But then I start reading it, and I'm like, "Oh, you know what? Maybe that isn't good, you know what I mean?" Or or if it's you know, like I've been hearing about the 000 that's supposed to be really but there's a lot of subtitles. I don't want to read a movie. I'm too fucking stupid for that. So, uh I don't know. I don't know. I just um I, yeah, maybe I'm just done with, uh, maybe I'm just done with fucking movies. Let's get the fuck out of here, dope. Um, so yeah, man, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Thank you for checking me out. Bliggity, blabbity, blabbity, bliggity. Uh, earworm of the week. This I saw, um, I was listening to Dean Del Rey's pot or no, not Dean Del Rey. Um, who was oh Jamie Josta, Jamie Josta is a singer from Hate Breed. 
I check out his podcast once in a while. I don't listen to every episode. I just kind of listen to when there's a guest on that I would that I kind of dig. And uh, he interviewed uh, Tracy Guns from uh, L.A. Guns. And Tracy Guns is the Guns in Guns N' Roses. He was actually the original guitar player in Guns N' Roses and was replaced by Slash. So um, Tracy Guns, the Guns in Guns N' Roses. Um, anyway, listening to that podcast, he had a bunch of cool shit to say. And then... Um, one of those songs of uh, a fucking L.A. Gun song got stuck in the head. This was a couple of days ago, and fucking a little never enough got stuck in the head. Uh, and he was talking about the new version of the band, and I don't know how much of the old version, and how the fucking the, the drummer that played in L.A. Guns for a long time tried to sue him because he wanted to fucking, or no, they sued him because he wanted to go out as L.A. Guns and. Now they ha- he has to call it fucking Steve Riley's guns or something like that or just you know I don't know like these guys try to hang on to any little thing you know and you know he was in the he was in the band with Tracy Guns was in there and then Tracy Guns left and that drummer stayed in the band for a long time and played with um, what's his name Phil Lewis is the uh, singer of the so they have a they have an era of their classic lineup when they had all their hits. And that was uh, Phil Lewis singing all that all that stuff. And then I think there's a singer before him. Because that one time, Tracy Guns with the original singer and like the original original drummer had a version of L.A. Guns. All these fucking bands end up with fucking two versions. You know, like there was two versions of Rat running around for a while. Stephen Piercy had one, and then fucking Bobby Blotzer, the drummer, had one. And now they've you know, and they said there's no more Rat. Nobody's doing anything. Warren D. Martini, the guitar player, finally left. Anyway. It was two Queens Rikes for a while, and that all went to fuck. So, uh, just saying, there's a lot of fucking goofy shit out there, and um, so earworm of the week this week is <laughs> a song called "Never Enough" by L.A. Guns. Be good, keep it dirty, and I'll see you fucks later next week. I guess that's later. Uh, yeah, Thursday tomorrow when you listen to this tomorrow night i'll be doing a show so don't worry about ludwig's on thursday night because that's when you're gonna get the podcast so i don't even know why i'm bothering telling you so i'm just gonna stop talking and play the song now goodbye
damn, that's a good song. That's a good song. Mob that shit out, nigga. <laughs> Fuck Stanton Avenue.